Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Is Alabama given to find their way into the college football playoff? They are number five, not number four, the number five, Georgia in the number four spot. What is the criteria for the committee? I don't like it. Why is Minnesota all the way down there at eight? Is it the eye test or is it the resume or however you want to justify your own rankings? We'll talk about the latest college football playoff ranking in just a sec. Home and home, radio.com sports original. We are brought to you by Zip Recruiter, the smartest way to hire. Check them out, ziprecruiter.com slash E-N-T-E-R. Lots to talk about in the next 30 minutes. I'm Dave Briggs, home in Connecticut. Ross Tucker is home in Pennsylvania. And with us right now, an internet sleuth, a detective, a sports detective who found, could there be a correlation between James Harden's home road splits and the strip clubs on the road in selective cities? His name is Ryan Sullivan. He put this study, if you will, out there on Reddit. He is the angry centrist on Reddit, and it is outstanding detective work. Ryan, good to have you on the program. It's Dave Briggs and former offensive lineman Ross Tucker. So how did you stumble down this road where you began to wonder, huh, I wonder if James Harden's performance on the road has to do with the strip club? Um, I mean, I don't know if you remember, uh, Complex wrote an article a couple years back. There was a picture of, James Harden in like a really popular strip club here in Houston. Um, I guess that kind of has always uh, been on my mind and it's kind of entered into the NBA memosphere, if you will, in terms of, you know, James Harden likes to party. He likes to go to strip clubs and stuff. So it's just always kind of been a, a thing, I guess, a bit of a meme. All right. So then it's been a th- bit of a meme, but then what, prompted you to like actually start digging in uh i mean i was honestly like i think it was the night houston totally tanked against miami uh and i was like laying in bed and i thought of the idea i mean just something to send to my friends to make them laugh um and so i emailed it to myself like i do with a lot of ideas so i'll remember (laughs) to look at them the next day and so i mean after a couple days it was just sitting there in my inbox and i just started working on it Okay, so let's start with the strip clubs. How did you determine the quality of the strip clubs in selective NBA road cities? This this might be the most controversial part of the entire post, to be honest. <laughs> um, there's a lot of heat out there on the internet about my rankings. I wanted to have the most subjective, like simplest methodology for ranking strip club cities. So I just Googled the city name, and then strip clubs and took the first 10 that came up, put in their ratings into a data set and averaged it together. Oh, okay. And people are not happy about that because they feel like their their city strip club should be ranked higher? Yeah, mostly Atlanta people are like super upset about it. Um, and people were 
bewildered, like myself, that Salt Lake City ranks so high. That, that Salt Lake City uh, ranked so high. Okay, so tell us now where James Harden struggled, and according to your research, why? Um, well, his worst performances are the best way to say it is his least consistent performances or where he consistently performed under his season average is Miami. Um, so of course, like that's, you know, the number one rated strip club city. And then his next, uh, you know, uh, one of his next highest uh, cities for subpar statistical categories is Chicago and then Salt Lake city. I mean, the data's there. LA's up there for one of his like least consistent performances. So what have you found in terms of like how bad is it? How much of a how much of a difference is it compared to cities where the strip clubs stink? So what the correlation or the determination coefficient R squared came to is 0.21. And what that means is that 21% of his box score is determinable by the quality of strip club in a city. So as a city gets better strip clubs, he's likely to have a 20%, up to a 20% decline in box store statistics in the six categories that I looked at, which are points, field goal percentage, three-point percentage, free throw percentage, assists, and turnovers. That is outstanding work. Um, so here's my question. Did you cross-reference cross it with let's say the type of defense or the particular coach in a city, could it be something else? Yeah. I mean, there's uh, obviously tons of variables that are at play here. Um, but I think it's important to understand what the correlation is telling us is it doesn't say that every time he plays in Miami, he's going to have subpar games or that every time he plays in Toronto, he's going to, uh, you know, uh, exceed the um, the season average. What it tells us is that over time, which I took the last four seasons across these cities, is there is a statistical correlation between his box score and the ranking uh, of the city uh, in terms of their strip club quality. So it's not so much, you know, it's not so much an exact perfect uh, answer or anything, but it's it's it, it's showing that over time there is a correlation. So whether it happens every time or or just one out of three, it's noticeable enough that there's a statistical correlation. All right. So the next question is, what do you do for a living? I'm an accountant. I'm an auditor. That sounds about right. Uh, the next <laughs> question after that is, do you have a lot? How much time did this whole thing take? Um, you know, I put in the post that it took a week, but to be honest, it took a little bit over a day. You know, my, my dad always said, never let the truth get in the way of a good story. So as I was writing it up, I wanted to be, you know, uh, a little as, as comical as possible. And I think it's funnier if somebody says, you know, I spent a week on looking at strip club data. But in all honesty, it took, um, I'd say, maybe 10 hours of work total. And then I did the write up the morning I, uh, I posted it to Reddit. All right, that was going to be kind of my next question, which is, uh, how much time do you have on your hands in life, Ryan? <laughs> uh, well, my job is pretty chill. They're pretty flexible. You know, my, my boss says, you know, you don't get paid to fill a seat, but to do a job. So as long as you're getting the job done. 
I'll tell you what, you win if we can get James Harden to comment on this. We need a sports reporter. We have a station in Houston. We're going to have to get them to ask him about this on record and see if he can comment. I couldn't help but check his stats this year, and I wonder if he heard about this and stopped going because his field goal percentage is 45% on the road. It's 32% at home. It just made me wonder if for some reason he got wind of this and all the press about the strip clubs and he cut it off. So uh, tell me first. So you, you said Miami, Salt Lake, those are the high quality. What were the worst quality strip clubs? I just want to make sure I write them down to avoid those cities. <laughs> uh, the worst four are Minneapolis, Charlotte, Cleveland, and Toronto. And I'll say the folks in Canada were so offended that Toronto ranked <laughs> the worst strip club in the NBA. They were so yeah, I can tell you, I can tell you, Ryan, um, the strip clubs in Canada are different <laughs> from what I hear, and uh, they're different in a good way, Oh, so I'm a little surprised by the Toronto ranking, I must tell you. Um, it doesn't sound very scientific. You just Google the city, and then the 10 top and see what rating they did. But that doesn't necessarily mean that that city's strip clubs are worse, right? They're worse to the people that are doing Google reviews, at least. I mean, one of the one of the biggest critiques is this rating, but this is the only way I could determine the quality of a strip club. I mean, people were sending me to some like, like porn-esque sites, like, oh, this is the, this is the place to get your strip club ratings. And it's like, I don't wanna go to that website. I like Google search history is screwed up already. Got it. All right. So, Ryan, next question. Reddit. I'm aware of Reddit. I've done an AMA. What, why is Reddit so popular? Uh, I mean, I consider Reddit the Internet. Like, if you're not on Reddit, you're not on the Internet. You know, I mean, it's it's an aggregator of links and sites, and you can curtail everything to your specific interest. So, I mean... To me, it's the best website on Reddit. I mean, obviously, Twitter for staying up to date with what people are doing and getting that current, like, to-the-minute news and stuff. But, uh, I mean, Reddit's the best site. I mean, that's, hey, it's the reason my post blew up. All right. So then the next question from that. So Reddit is an aggregator where you get the links and information for everything you're into. Okay. The next question and last question for me. Like, how big did this get? How many people viewed your post? Who are the most well-known people that you've heard from? Like, give us a breakdown of other than us, you know, reaching out for you to come on our show. How many clicks did it get? And what's been sort of the response? I mean, I was straight up having anxiety last week, how much reaction it was getting. I mean, Darren Ravel tweeted it. I just, I do want to, you know, shout out Darren Ravel. A lot of people were giving him a hard time for like not crediting me or not linking my posts or whatever. But he put up screenshots that have my username. People could find the post. I mean, I don't think it would have blown up without Darren Ravel tweeting it. But yeah, just his just his tweet alone has seventy thousand you know likes and and you know tens of thousands uh, of retweets. I don't know. You can't view the impressions on his tweet, but I like subtweeted them. Like you know, given the link to the post. It maybe has like 4,000 likes or something. And I think the impressions was like almost half a million. 
I mean, so there's no telling what Darren Rebels is. And then all the other people, Barstool tweeted it. I mean, you're talking about people that have reached out. Newsweek wanted to do an interview with me. The Athletic Series XM show wants to have me on. I mean, it's been, I mean, unimaginable. I mean, I just made this to make, like, my group text of 10 people, you know, like, you know, have a little chuckle. I did not expect this to reach internet sensation level. All right, question. Ryan, <laughs> question. Question. Yeah. You put, you put 10 hours into something so that your group text buddies would chuckle? Oh yeah. Oh, I do that all the time. Yeah. That, wow. That's the audience. All right. That's the, yo. That's throw the me. Right throw, hey, hey, look. Throw me on that group text, bro. I want to. <laughs> I like. If you're putting ten hours in for your text, I throw me on that group text. I'd love to hear the next one. I mean, I knew the Reddit NBA nephews would love it too. Uh, I can't, you know, say that that wasn't a part of it. But I mean, like everything in our, in in our lives, we do things to make our friends laugh. I mean, that's the audience for me. <laughs> Well, you made us laugh, bro. Next time you do some detective work, you be sure to give us a shout. Text Ross oh, Tucker. No doubt. We want to. We want to have. Hey, who's that? Off, who's man. on that doggy mug right there? Who's on that coffee? That tea <laughs> mug, doggy <laughs> mug. Oh, this is my. Uh, this is my dog. This is my dog, Sasha. Or Sasha Gray. See, Ross, people like dogs. Ryan, you don't understand. Ross Tucker does not like dogs. It's his worst oh. quality. Easily. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead and disconnect me off this right now. I don't know how yeah, you see, I, I, I don't like dislike. Ryan. I don't dislike dogs, Ryan. They serve hate, a great purpose. Dogs. One hour every four to six months in a park with a stick or a frisbee. They serve a great are, purpose. I think are dogs you talking are about my nephew? Are you talking about my niece and nephew? <laughs> I, get, I, get, I, can, I can handle about one hour, and that's it. <laughs> I'm with you, bro. We, we seriously are concerned about Ross Tucker. You know, you got to like dogs or there's something wrong with you, brother. Excellent detective work, Ryan Sullivan. Appreciate the time. Uh, what a great study it was. This will reach James Harden. It will make it. Thanks, bro. Appreciate hey, it. Hey, give me, give me those credentials yep. to your station down here. I'll go ask him. Okay. We're going to make this happen, bro. Ryan Sullivan, <laughs> anti-centrist on Reddit. Thanks, brother. Take it easy. <laughs> That is just a beautiful thing about sports right there, Ross. He definitely, definitely, uh, he definitely already, Harden has definitely already heard about it. There's no question about it. Harden's already heard about it and probably either laughed or it pissed him off. Either way, I love it. You know what I don't love? Hiring. It's a pain in the ass. It can be a slow process. My buddy Cafe El Toro COO Dylan Miskowitz needed to hire a director of coffee for his organic coffee company, but he was having trouble finding qualified applicants. So he switched to ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. It's technology identifies people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. So you get qualified candidates fast. Dylan posted his job on ZipRecruiter, said he was impressed by how quickly he had great candidates apply. He also used ZipRecruiter's candidate rating feature to filter his applicants so he could focus on the most relevant ones. That's how Dylan found his new director of coffee in just a few days. 
With results like that, it's no wonder four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. See why ZipRecruiter is effective for businesses of all sizes. Try ZipRecruiter for free at our web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash enter. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash E-N-T-E-R. ZipRecruiter.com slash enter. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Ryan Sullivan is hired. We need a guy like that on the college football playoff committee because it would just all be data-based. You would know exactly why each team is in each given position. Latest college football playoff ranking came out last night. No surprise, LSU 1, Ohio State 2, Clemson 3. That's where it got interesting, and some wondered if Alabama would be 4. In fact, no, it's Georgia. They had that one loss against South Carolina. Two quality wins, what gets them number four. They beat Notre Dame, and they beat Florida. Alabama's five after the loss to LSU. Oregon out of the Pac-12, six. Utah out of the Pac-12, seven. Minnesota is eight. So here's what I can't quite figure out, Ross. If it's resume, then it's one thing. If it's eye test, it seems like it's another. The eye test tells you Alabama is a better football team than Georgia. At least it tells me that. And therefore, they deserve the number four slot. If it's resume, then Georgia makes sense over Alabama. But then how do you justify Minnesota, who's undefeated and has a better quality win than Georgia? Penn State is better than Notre Dame or Florida. Shouldn't Minnesota just get a shot? Shouldn't they move them into the four spot? To you, what did they get right? What did they get wrong? Well, so this is so interesting to me, and we talked about it last week, but it really doesn't matter right now because a lot of it will sort itself out, but it does matter because it speaks to their logic when they're making these rankings. That's why it does matter. And so I look at it, and there really is no criteria. We really don't know because it seems like when they want Dave – they go on resume when they want, they go on. Oh no, these are the four best teams. Like I had the conversation on Sundays. You better, you bet right here, radio.com sports original. I'm on every Sunday uh, on you better, you bet with Nick Costos and Danny Parkins and Danny Parkins argument for why Alabama should be number four. Is that because they would be uh, a favorite if they were played scheduled to play Oregon or Georgia or Minnesota, the Alabama would be the favorite in Vegas. And that, that tells you who's better. And because of the Vegas odds would have Alabama as the favorite, they should be the team that is ranked higher. That's stupid. Like how people play matters. Alabama was just the favorite over LSU. And LSU went in there and stomped them. I don't even think the game was as close as the score indicates. And I don't really know what the the line would be right now. Like, if Alabama played LSU again, because mm. it's so hard to beat a team twice, I don't know, maybe Alabama would be favored again. How stupid would that be? Should we have Alabama ranked ahead of LSU? Because that's what the <laughs> Vegas line would be after LSU just beat them in Tuscaloosa? I mean, that's stupid. So stupid. So I go by resume. I go by what you've done this year. 
That's all we can go by. What you've done this year. And so to me, Alabama losing at home? Nah, nope. I'd have Oregon ahead of them. I'd have Minnesota ahead of them. Minnesota's undefeated and has a better win than Alabama has. They beat Penn right. State, who's good and has a right. bunch of good wins. So uh, I'm, I'm with you. I, I drop Alabama. Look, everybody, oh, Alabama should be in. Alabama should be. I, I hate that. And it's only because it's Alabama. They had their chance. It was against LSU on Saturday. You lost. You blew it. Your fault. You were in the college football playoff, and you lost. Let me just ask you something, because I think Georgia actually, I don't think they'll be in the conversation. I either think they lose to Auburn or get obliterated by LSU, and they fall out of contention. My question to you is about Minnesota. They're going to beat Iowa, who's a very good football team. They're going to beat Wisconsin. If they win a Big Ten championship, and I'm not sure if they will, but if they do, do they get in the playoff? Minnesota? Yeah. Is, is it foregone conclusion to you that they run the table? They definitely get in, right? Without any question. Because that would mean they would beat Ohio State or maybe Penn State again, but probably Ohio State in the Big Ten championship game. Without, I mean, if they're not, undefeated, they're definitely getting in. You're not concerned that Alabama gets in no matter what they do? Because I, I am. I absolutely am that Alabama – I'm concerned that no matter what Minnesota does because of the, where they started the ranking that Alabama could find themselves. No, 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 no. If they okay, win the good. Big Ten, good. that means they beat Wisconsin, they beat Iowa, and they beat Ohio State, a likely undefeated Ohio State, they're going. And, and I'm, I'm not sure that happens. Question being maybe then if they lose a tight game – to Ohio State. Ultimately, all this stuff will probably play out in the end and we'll probably get the best four. Great show today. Interesting detective work by some sports sleuths. Tomorrow, Free Money Thursday, Nick Costos joins us with Where You Put Your Money This Weekend. Brad Evans from Yahoo Sports. And Andrew Filipponi previews the Thursday nighter between the Steelers and the Browns. Thanks for listening. For Ross Tucker, I'm Dave Briggs. See you tomorrow. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.